search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. We have good news and bad news. The mm. good news is that I, Sarah, am back. <laughs> yes, you are. The bad news is that Casey is sick. Mm. The good news is that Danny has been a constant presence this I, whole time. Guys, you know, my immune system. <laughs> I got my flu shots. That's all I know this I season. I got my flu shot, too, for like the first time. Okay. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Except <laughs> as I say in a cred? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was just always like afraid of feeling flu-like symptoms, even though I knew I wasn't yeah. going to get the flu. I'm a baby, is what I'm saying. I also feel like when you're like when you reach like your mid twenties, every day you feel like you have flu-like symptoms. <laughs> so I'm just rolling with it. I'm just it's just what it is now. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. So, Danny, before we get into today's episode, which is a great topic, mm-hmm. um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Under the Influence? I will. I know. I'm excited. It's not for the this. story of my weekend <laughs> or your entire week of France. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> Have you heard about our first scripted comedy series? So Betches Media is excited to present Under the Influence. I love that name. It's a story of social media addiction through the uh, intertwined stories of eight influencers brought together by Influencers Anonymous. Oh it's very gosh. like... It's like love, love actually. actually. Yes! Ah! Uh, so armed with only their tiny blue check marks and tons of self-delusion, <laughs> each influencer... <laughs> you had a photo shoot before this. Each influencer becomes a center of their own episode, revealing their backstory and what's really behind a popular Instagram handle. It's really fun. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but we have like a fashion some, influencer. Right? Yeah. I've seen some. It's really funny. We have a fashion influencer. We have a makeup influencer played by Chris, a.k.a. Fat Carrie Bradshaw. You love to see it. No, love yeah. him. And you guys, because you were teasing some of them on the Betches Instagram. I'm yeah. obsessed with the mom influencer. The mom influencer. You gotta yeah. have one. Yeah, her, I know. I don't know her name in it, but I know it's Claire is the actress. She's so good. It's so amazing. good. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah. So uh, make sure you head over to Betches YouTube account, subscribe and hit that notification bell. So you get new episodes every week. Yeah. And the premiere episode comes out on December 10th, which means it's already out. So go watch it. You can binge. Watch it and let us know what you think about it. We love it. And speaking of letting people know what we think about things, vice versa. Go, Sarah. Yes, we. Speaking of that, we're taking a break from talking about ourselves. Sad, but <laughs> to learn about you, yay! Um, basically, we're doing a survey where we're going to ask you a bunch of questions to get to know you guys. Because here at Betches, we want to keep creating the best content for you guys. So, in order to do that, you need to tell us things about yourself. That's how it works. And also tell us what type of content you need to see more of or what you want to see more of, want, need. They're kind of the same. Whatever you need, yeah. Um, in order to do that, visit betches.co slash NATC survey. Fill out the survey. You know, give us all your opinions, the bad, the good. <laughs> we Just, can take it. We can yeah, take it. No, not really. But we'll, <laughs> but I don't we'll, think, we'll do it. Yeah. We're not reading the Someone's going to read it and tell us exactly. what to change. So they'll tr- hopefully make it nice for us. <laughs> yeah. Someone else is compiling the data. Yeah. So don't worry about hurting our feelings. Again, betches.co slash NATC survey for the fun survey. And now we can get into the episode. Uh-huh. So pumped. Okay. So after we did 
the Advocare episode, we got an influx of like other pyramid scheme content. And Y'all you guys crazy. know, I know, and you know I live for that shit. And I'm sad Casey's not here because she would have been susceptible to <laughs> well, this. That's what I am convinced. She, we haven't talked to her because she is very sick today. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely has done this. You know what I mean? I can get, I feel like I can go yeah. on a ledge and say that. Yeah. I feel like I could see Casey in like an essential oils MLM. Yeah. I could just see her. California, Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. As like, oh, you know, like the lavender just relaxes you. <laughs> and like, I really like frankincense. I don't know. Franken. Girl, that myrrh. <laughs> that myrrh. It's that different. That myrrh. It does. <laughs> Were they original MLM, the three wise men? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that guy, what's his name? Simon holland on twitter he like tweeted something like that he's so funny he's like what if the three wise men were just recruiting mary for their mlm (laughs) 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 um okay this one is really good actually fun story about this one um it's currently imploding yeah like real bad um we're gonna talk about lularoe um which i've kind of kept tabs on for like a while because you guys know i'm weird um but i'm really interested about this because i had a roommate in like you know those Craigslist apartments, like your first New York apartment? Mm-hmm. So she moved out, and then I saw that she was going to onboard to LuLaRoe. And this up. was a few years ago, but this was back when their first round of class action lawsuits so, so, was happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, no. But it was too late. Like I just want to warn her. <laughs> I know. I was like, did you not hear? Like... I don't know what happened well, with that. Also, that'd be weird to do like for like someone you barely kept in touch with like, hey girl, hope you're doing well. Just so you know, I think you're making bad choices. Yeah, just so you know, <laughs> I think you sunk $5,000 no, into I, a pyramid scheme. I feel like everyone knows, this LuLaRoe especially, everyone knows someone who did it or like was involved with it. I know because my mom is a principal, so she works with like a lot of teachers, obviously. Ugh. They were suckers for the LuLaRoe because I it's like- I hate how many teachers are in multi-level marketing I know. I, Pay the teachers more. That, that actually is the biggest thing. Pay them more. <laughs> and also because they love fun colors. Like Because the kids love them. And the so patterns. Like, the patterns. When I see them, I'm like, I would like them. <laughs> yeah. And I actually remember back when they, back when like before people knew they were scammy, I was seeing a lot of positive press from like, bustle buzzfeed yeah. being like oh my god these leggings are buttery soft and i'm like do you guys know you're advocating for a multi-level marketing scheme and also if you read the reviews of how quickly they break they might have been made from butter like uh, like <laughs> they just melted off the inner thighs like that chafe <laughs> toasted chafe right there not chafe friendly <laughs> <laughs> oh wait and before we get fully started in it we have to give shout out because i woke up and screamed on oh my the god. facebook page today oh yes uh, AJ Hinson at underscore AJ Hinson made the best like <laughs> Photoshop art. He said he oh, just, this was his first day doing Photoshop. No way. Um, of Hillary Duff holding not another true crime podcast logo. It was the best. So good. If anyone knows how to make a CD, put an episode of ours on it and send it to Hillary. Oh my God. God bless. Yes. God the speed. one where we praised her. The first one. I don't remember which one it was. No, it's been a lot of that. But yeah, maybe not the blowjob one. She probably doesn't love that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about LuLaRoe. It's my favorite. Um, basically, according to USA Today, this was a company that promised its sellers the chance to become entrepreneurs by selling clothing directly to their social networks. Uh, I mean, this is like any multi-level marketing company, mm-hmm. like your, uh, I mean, Advocare before it got slammed for a pyramid scheme, your <laughs> Rodan at Fields, like anything like this where you're buying not through a store, but Unherbal through life, some yeah. random girl from your high school. Mm-hmm. Multi-level Chrissy, marketing. Chrissy, yeah. Chrissy from Calculus. Always Chrissy. <laughs> How are your kids, Chrissy? <laughs> um, but basically in a new lawsuit filed in Washington State, it's being alleged that LuLaRoe was actually running a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. that burdened consultants with debt and items they couldn't sell. So LuLaRoe was founded in 2012 by a married couple, Deanne Brady and Mark Stidham, 
and they incorporated it on May 1st, 2013. I'm pretty sure they're from Utah. Uh, well, I think I guess they moved to California because I know that's where. It, oh, yeah. Okay, but I think they're from Utah because I think all the MLM companies are in Utah. Really? But I could be wrong on that. Um, the Mel name House is Salt Lake City. Oh my God! It would be like real pyramid oh, scheme. There's going to be a pyramid scheme. One of them is going to start one of them in that franchise. Oh yeah, that'd be so good. Okay. Oh, someone! I'm surprised someone hasn't done that already. I, Did you know that um, Tyra Banks had like a pyramid scheme makeup thing for a while? No. Like she started, I think it was a makeup line and she, and there was like a multi-level marketing component. But then I think eventually she stopped the multi-level marketing part. She was like, oopsies. She went to Harvard for two days and was like, oh, that's illegal. Got it. Yeah. It's actually not illegal, but everyone's like, oh, that's, that's shady. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, I'm sorry. I could literally talk about this shit all day. (laughs) Okay. So the name LuLaRoe is a combination of the names of Deanne and Mark's first three granddaughters, Lucy, Lola, and Monroe. So there we go. Makes sense. (laughs) Um, It was a multi-level marketing company that mainly focused on women's clothing. And again, it worked by recruiting independent distributors who they called fashion consultants (laughs) to sell products directly basically like by hitting her up in your dms being like hey hun i love your style like blah blah whatever the fuck i know without a doubt every person who worked in that their instagram bio was like you may know me as a fashion consultant like they like own that title hard i feel like yeah i agree and it's like calm down you're not rachel zoe i know yeah (laughs) uh or brad goreski it's a brad brad world oh yeah brad okay no um the other like extra shady thing about this i think was that this company in addition to many similar ones offered stay-at-home moms or people in similar positions who are looking to make extra income the chance to be consultants and gain what they would say would be financial freedom after they would pay an onboarding fee and the crazy thing about this was their onboarding fee was really high like i remember when it started it was five thousand dollars it could be as much as nine thousand according to the washington state attorney general which is like at that point if you're gonna drop five thousand dollars like i don't know invest in like a real business right well that's what's so hard because on paper it sounded so legit and then for if you do have like three kids and you're like i don't have like trying to make the schedule work they're like oh i can do this from home and just like do it online like oh this is perfect until it clearly wasn't yeah and it's i don't know i mean this one's so weird because it's not just like oh you're gonna do it works and pay a hundred dollars like a hundred dollars is still a lot but it's not five thousand dollars like it's just so much money that and that's also when people that are looking to make more money so they barely have enough to like get by or to like have yeah. like a little extra cushion here and there they have to like lose so much of it oh uh, yeah it's a big investment um all right so LuLaRoe started with just like skirts and dresses until the middle of 2014 when they introduced their leggings, which ended up becoming their most prominent product. At this time, they had 23 employees and 750 distributors. Wow. And the company made $9.8 million in sales, but probably to their to- own distributors. <laughs> <Yeah>. Circle game. <laughs> yeah. It's a closed loop. Um, by 2017, there were approximately 80,000 independent distributors selling their clothing Holy shit. That is insane. Like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, you'd think you wouldn't want that much of your own competition, but not in a closed loop type system where you don't actually need to sell to outside people. You just sell to people that you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You just sell to your own employees. Um, Also in 2017, a class action lawsuit was filed in California. That's kind of what you mentioned Mm -hmm. in October. Um, and I think this had to do with their refund policy. Yes. If I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, because basically, like, I think why people were convinced to put up so much 
cash up front was like LuLaRoe was like, we will, anything you don't sell, you can get 100% refund back. And then people were finding that when they were stuck with all this inventory, they couldn't offload onto people. They were like, all right, let me get that refund check. And then LuLaRoe would be like, oh, actually, like. Yeah, they said that they got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they would just like make up all these random ass rules that never were present. So that they didn't have to pay people back for their refunds. And so I think that was what the gist of was the with the class action lawsuit. Um, There was also a lawsuit filed by the Washington State Attorney General in January 2019, accusing them of being a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Life comes at you fast. (laughs) (laughs) First, you're selling leggings named after a gal named Monroe. (laughs) Monroe, yeah, I know. And then you're a pyramid scheme. Because I know, I don't know if you were in the same boat. I heard about them through the leggings because there'd be, it was almost like Mary Kay, like there'd be legging parties where everyone would have different colors, outfits, stuff like that. And I remember when I was younger, when it first happened like when i was in uh high school whatever people i would be like wait that's kind of cool they sell their they sell clothes like it's a known like store and now i'm like yeah. oh this is clear and i remember these people would have like lularoe buses or they would get yeah. like this kind of shed that they would convert into a store in their backyard a and make shed. it look like a showroom a she yeah. shed yeah. <laughs> the original she shed oh my god but like it, it looks kind of cool and it makes sense like this to me was maybe the mo the more legitimate looking one mm-hmm. of like in terms of, oh, I own my own business, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why. It almost seems more legitimate because of what you're selling. Like, if you're selling clothes, it's almost until we realize what the quality of it. It's, yeah. It's not like, oh, here's a vitamin that will make your life better. It's like, yeah. here's leggings. You're buying leggings. Right. You're, you're not, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're getting. Well, you thought you knew yeah. what you were getting. <laughs> you were getting, like, a product. It didn't really claim to do anything crazy. It just claimed to hold up, which it couldn't even do that. So. No. You hate to see it. It was like Forever 21, but worse. (laughs) (laughs) Forever 21, but like at least Forever 21 tried, I feel like, until they sued. No, until Arne Grande sued them. And then it really just. Right. And at least you'd have to spend a lot of money at Forever 21 to get in debt. Well, yeah. And also that's like I went into Forever 21 knowing what. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, you're not surprised (laughs) when it falls apart after one. You buy the shirt at 5.01 p.m. Friday. It's done by 5.01 a.m. Saturday morning. Literally. So, um, so kind of like uh, rehashing what Sarah was saying, they sold through these multi-level marketing distributors and they purchased the inventory from LuLaRoe wholesale, which they intended to resell to customers. So um, the distributors could be compensated from two potential revenue streams, from direct sales to customers and from a commission, a commission based on sales made by downline distributors that they recruited. So basically, it was like Russian nesting dolls of yeah. <laughs> and the downline issue is, I think, what kind of took down Advocare because, like, once you start having your income or whatever earnings being based more on recruiting than on sales, like that's when you got into pyramid scheme territory. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then also, uh, just a recommendation. Like, this wasn't a requirement, but it was heavily recommended that they keep around twenty grand worth of inventory on hand. No. That's a lot of liking. Like, <laughs> That's I don't why even, they needed the she shed. R- literally. I don't know. It's like, are you selling cocaine? Do you really need that much inventory? <laughs> I also wonder if this is why, because New Yorkers are both jaded, but also we don't have the room for this. Like, oh, I yeah. couldn't keep, where am I going to put all these leggings? Well, honestly, the shit was so expensive that $20,000 of inventory was probably like that, three pairs of leggings. It was like that banana taped to the wall at Art Basil. Did yes. you see that? That oh, sold for like 120 grand. And then the guy ate it. I, I, I think he got arrested. I hope so. You love to see you it. You love to see it. God bless. I love that he ate the banana. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. It did make me remember. Uh, reminded me of Arrested Development. Like, how much is a banana? One hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> so, according to the company's income disclosement statement in 2015, the average annual commission earned from downline distributors was eighty-five dollars. Ouch. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So that and like so that and that's annual like eighty five dollars yeah. after giving them all this money a a year a year yeah a year oh my god oh. I wonder if that's the profit or that's just what they actually made like mm. are they actually up eighty five dollars or are they down <laughs> like five thousand minus eighty five <laughs> so bleak they're like hey it's like literally cashing out your Venmo after a group dinner <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Lula Road distributors sell the products through party planning pop up boutiques or online using private groups that they have set up on Facebook. And this was kind of a weird, like, during the online event, sometimes, like, the distributors use live streaming videos to present their current inventory to members of the Facebook group. So, like, they would, it was almost like they made their own yeah. Uh, HSN. Yeah. they'd be like, hey, uh, guys, and now we have this legging in cosmic sapphire green and this legging in, like, orange creamsicles. All of them were so spark, like, so, so weird and it so was, ugly. It was kind of like Lily Pulitzer's, like, like uh, sad cousin <laughs> i know it was like the leggings i used to wear as a child in the 90s <laughs> it's so bad um also i would i could never do multi-level marketing because like i would rather die than go on live streaming in uh, any platform to get me to try and put on leggings live <laughs> in, it's hard enough i almost need to pay myself to change in front of a mirror at the gym <laughs> i'm not doing that on a camera yeah i'm also just never going live on anything no. Like, imagine having the confidence. No. I always am jealous. I'm like, how, Can't. Who, how, no. Can't do it. Even celebrities, I'm like, I actually do not care. And then also, I'm like, if only five people are watching, do you just go like, oh, guys, this was real? Or do you do the people own into it? And they're like, so these are my leggings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you just have to commit at that point. It's more embarrassing. That, no, you got to commit. You're just like, oh, I think my, I think there's a glitch. I see 700 of you. And just like, yeah. lean into it. And it's like, but there are only 50 members in the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So first, people who... Uh, but so this is when things start to get a little bit like dicey. Here. Yeah, and LuLaRoe still exists. Okay, I'm like in Facebook groups. Like they're still releasing stuff, but it's kind of starting to go like south right now. Yeah, so uh, it first started when uh, people who bought their leggings were complaining about how much they suck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they mainly picked up uh, speed in late 2016. People were saying the leggings got ripped and holes just after wearing them one time. And these things were not cheap. Like they, no. they're expensive leggings. I think they were like upwards of $50 per yeah. pair. And, and like you're buying these leggings. It's not, it's not like a workout. Like it's like you're wearing these leggings to work out to all, like kind of yeah, more of a thing like that. Yeah, they're supposed to be like fashion leggings because also the prints are like so garish yeah. that you would just blind people at the gym. <laughs> You'd be kicked out of bar class on them. Yeah. You <laughs> so uh, the class action lawsuit that was filed against LuLaRoe and by its customers complained that the company incorrectly calculated sales tax rates on interstate sales and also the interesting part was uh, in jurisdictions where they don't charge sales tax on oh, clothing. Oh, that's shady. So it's very shady because I mean like New Jersey we have we bring so much to the table we don't pump our own <laughs> gas. We don't have tax on sale. On we don't have a uh, sales tax on clothes. We're kind of all around great. But there's, but you'd be paying sales, be tax, paying sales tax on, on your shitty leggings. So where would that be getting pocketed to? Ooh. It's very weird. Um, so all of these complaints were uh, over the quality, like the products, how they're running business. So this led the Better Business Bureau, which just by the name of it sounds like a place if you're a business you don't want to mess with. <laughs> In actuality, the Better Business Bureau is kind of a scam because it's it? not, it makes it sound like it's a government mm. entity, but it's it just a like private it. company. Oh, okay. It's basically like Yelp for businesses. Like there's, mm. I don't think there's anything really that can happen to you if you got an F. I wonder if people pay off to get higher scores on it. Probably. That should be what we dive into next. Yes. Well, um, actually, I don't think they do because LuLaRoe would have done that and they got an F in January 2017. Ooh, which, and they were like high, like they were registered pretty high up. But then all these, because I think it is sort of like what you were saying it is the Yelp of business reviews. These are all the people that were customers 
And also now, like, some of the employees are going to get pissed off about how they're being treated here. Yeah, I also want to talk about the employees a bit because the way that they did their... Basically, the way that the employee system was set up was, like, totally shitty because they would basically, like, drop a collection and you would have this, like, lottery to buy stuff. And you the consultants would have to pay all this money and they wouldn't get to choose the clothes or, like, the sizes or the patterns or anything that they got. Like, they were just shipped a random assortment of clothing and then it's like oh fuck i have all these like terrible shitty patterns like sizes that nobody wants extra extra small (laughs) yeah so like it just sucks all around and then it just created this like atmosphere of like you have to buy more inventory in the hopes of getting what you want you have to try to like trade with other people like imagine just not being able to control what you are even selling it's almost like when you go when you're too late to the merch table at a concert and you're like can i have can i have the blue shirt and a large and they're like we have the brown one in a triple XL. And, and you're like, like, ew. Okay, that's what's happening to these people that are trying yeah, to do their job. But then it's like you've already sunk your money into it and you have to try to sell it, but nobody wants that shit because you know it's ugly. And that's why all these people probably are going online because they're like, I don't know one who can wear this, but I'll find someone who can, like, yeah. trying to spread it out through that. So uh, the, company's fail- the company also failed to address all of these complaints. And um, so everyone started to kind of be, this is when people started to get like more suspicious of them and be like, Okay, well, where's your customer service? Where's all these things being oh, like? Oh, yeah, they're so shitty. Can <laughs> I get a refund? Can I get in anything? So customers then, uh, on top of the Better Business Bureau, just started to like share these photos of their rip leggings or just other products they got that were subpar on social media and created like a rival Facebook group related to the complaints, which had over 16,000 members in March 2017. Wow. That number has grown since then. <laughs> so Lula Rose, head of production, attributed the damage to a production process that weakens the fibers while softening them. But huh? to me, that just sounds like stupid science. Fix your leggings. Like, yeah. Like that just sounds like you cheaped out on the fabric and you're kind of admitting it in not so many words. Yeah, You're like, Oh no, it just had to be heat. And it's like in Romeo and Michelle when they have like the, <laughs> Oh, I made the, I made the the glue for post-it notes. Like, no. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, just you're just fix your leggings. Yeah. It was then that they were accused of being a pyramid scheme in October, 2017. Yeah, with the lawsuit from California, in which plaintiffs allege the company engaged in misconduct, including unfair businesses, business practices, sorry, misleading advertising and breach of contract. So not good stuff. Um, Prior to July 2017, LuLaRoe consultants received bonuses based not only on how much they sold, but also the merchandise sold by the people in their downline or the other sellers they brought into the company. However, that bonus system violated Washington's anti-pyramid promotional scheme law. I love it. Like, um, <laughs> and that's basically the complaint. That, I feel like that is like a dream company for you to like freelance <gasps> answer, at. Oh my God, just like pyramid scheme buster. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I retire from batches, that'll be Ooh, my... <laughs> when you're 84, you're just like over there. Not, yeah. <laughs> yes, busting pyramid schemes and then I go to bed at 4 p.m. Oh, on a, Wow. It's going to be yeah. my life. Wow, I planned out my retirement. Thanks. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> You're like, thanks, Lula Rao. Actually, guys, they're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So according to this $1 billion lawsuit with a B, um, <laughs> crazy, which Lula Rao obviously claims is inaccurate. Sure, Jan. Yeah. Um, the company allegedly advised distributors to, quote, borrow money, take out credit cards, and some were even asked to sell their breast milk. Isn't that disgusting? Yes. Like, as a, ew, as a way to get money to get more inventory. That, 
you know, that's when I, the breast this milk. This is when we need Casey. Too much. I feel like she'd be like, okay, so what do I sell? Yeah. Because <laughs> I would have been like, what? Casey would be like donating her eggs to like <laughs> buy into a cult. <laughs> we love her. Oh gosh, feel better, girl. I know. Um, the thing is though, like, I don't think that that's the the breast milk is definitely uncommon. The whole like take out a credit card, oh. push off your bills, like is so common. You see, like any. It's not like the company. It's not coming down from like Lularoe, but it's coming from like the uplines the and practices of yes, yeah, and the uplines like on Facebook being like, "Hey, girl, like, just don't pay your water bill for a month and buy into it works and well, it'll change your life." Because that's the thing. Because it's always promises like, "No, you're spending eight grand now, but you're gonna make twenty four grand." Yeah, so, and like, it's like no. The, just the way because also all the people that make do these companies are very smooth talkers. They know what they're doing. Yeah, to like say the right things to make people be like. Oh yeah, I'll stop at Bank of America get a new one. Let me. Yeah, let me just going. take out a second mortgage on my house. I know that, that's also the good thing about um, having no savings. I would be rejected, I think, from any new credit card or mortgage or loan. <laughs> they just be like, no, for leggings. I would be like, I need a new credit card to buy leggings. They'd be like, they would just laugh you out of the bank. <laughs> They're like, that's what you did on your old credit card, but you just stopped for coffee and Ubers too. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, that's protecting you from the pyramid schemes. You know what? Whatever you got to do, Danny. whatever you got to do, keep keep doing what you're doing and stay oh, away from stop. the schemes. Also, this year, LuLaRoe got rid of the guarantee to buy back all the unsold merchandise, which I kind of touched on before, mm-hmm. which really fucking sucked because it led it left consultants on the hook for thousands of dollars in piled up inventory. And then basically everybody freaked out, as you can imagine. So they reversed that decision. But then kind of like I said, they continued to impose these like rigid I'm going to say made up oh, rules around the return of products. It's like, oh, you can't return that because we don't sell it anymore. It's mm-hmm. like. And okay. also because that was a thing that so many because they wouldn't mass. They won't. It's not like, a, oh, this shirt's going to be in stock in two weeks. They'd make the pattern. Then it would not be that pattern anymore type of thing. Right. And that's how they would basically keep consultants buying because you'd want to buy the pattern before it wasn't made anymore. But then they would turn around and be like, oh, well, this pattern is discontinued. So you can't return it like some yeah they're like oh you're not no one's gonna no one's gonna buy your two-month-old leggings because there's none of these new leggings with like daffy duck on them (laughs) also all the legging patterns are like just all their patterns are so hideous there's this one you should try to look it up it's like a light it's like a blue background with like brown pine cones on it but the pine cones literally look like giant pieces of shit it's It's like so bad it's almost like they should lularoe could make all their money back if they pivoted and leaned in and sold this at spencer's like Spencer's gifts are a hot yeah, topic. That's true. Because it'd be like ironic, weird launch. Yeah. I mean, these people were very smart. It, like starting a pyramid scheme is a good way to make money if you start the scheme and <laughs> you avoid jail somehow. Yeah. It's great to make. It's a great way to make money if you just constantly take money from other people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you have no morals. You're right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I found the flaw in my plan. Damn it. But I mean, because like, how do they kiss Lucy, Lola, and Monroe at night? <laughs> <laughs> how do you live with yourselves? Yeah. Monroe's like, Monroe. I don't even know my grandparents. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed if my grandparents named like a shitty company after me. If you like, na- what if they went to jail? And also, the company's called Lou La Row. I'd be. So, I'm like, you couldn't be more creative. Like, just like <laughs> so stupid. It sounds very like we. It's like both like a baby word, but also a word you'd say if you're retired in '85 and going to bed at 4 p.m. It's basically what how they came up with Bella's baby's name in Twilight where they're like, let's just mash two names together. It's like the original, like the Diplo remix of a name. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Terrible, terrible stuff. Um, Another unrelated problem that was also really bad and I literally remember this happening. Again, like I said, I'm a psycho. um, 
was in January 2018. Um, a prominent top distributor with LuLaRoe mocked people with disabilities on one of his live streams. Like literally an idiot. I think he used the R word. Yeah. Like just said really, really bad stuff. What made this even extra bad was that LuLaRoe had a partnership with the National Down Syndrome Society, but they ended their relationship obviously after this. This guy was so dumb. I think he also didn't even back down initially. I think he like doubled down on his comments and then they were like, all right, you got to go. And also because that was what they, the uh, National Down Syndrome Society, they were, they said to LuLaRoe, Ter- like terminate this employee uh let that or like have them give a actual apo- like have yeah. them try to right this wrong and they were just like oh no we're okay with like he he gave like a ha- very much half-assed Ugh. apology after like a sorry down. you're offended it, it, exactly type of thing like that like oh i don't know if you understood my word it was pretty easy to understand what you were saying uh so that's where they suffer the ties and it's, i feel like that shed such a light on the company to lularoe yeah no morals no. basically um, so in December 2018, with debt layoffs and the loss of top sellers because of this batshit environment, LuLaRoe was sued by its chief clothing supervisor, Providence Industries, for a cool 49-ish million dollars. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, the lawsuit claimed that the company was insolvent and had not paid bills for seven months, which doesn't shock me considering that they weren't even refunding their own people. No, yeah, they were just pulling they everything like out of They were like literally ghosting their own people. <laughs> um, and they also accused the founders of hiding assets in shell companies to fund a lavish lifestyle. Mm, wow, this is like quickly damn. turning into like a Netflix documentary. I, there, has, there has to end up they, being one. Yeah. They can call it Lula No. <laughs> The downfall <laughs> of the leggings pyramid scheme. And it's like the voiceover. It's narrated by Monroe. Like Monroe has like a septum piercing now. She's like, fuck my grandparents. She would have a septum piercing. I'm very, if anyone knows Monroe, let us know. Oh my God. She's going to listen to this and be like, yo, what the fuck? She's probably like <laughs> six years old. I want, maybe. Is Lucy older? I don't know. Like, I, I don't just know. want to we'll chat. Find yeah, we'll find out. All right. So then in the beginning of 2019, the Washington State Attorney General's office filed a lawsuit against LuLaRoe and the CEO, Mark Stidham and Deanne, alleging that the multi-level marketing company is an illegal pyramid scheme, making misleading income claims, encouraging its consultant to consultants to focus more on recruitment than selling clothes to customers. Again, like pretends to be shocked. Right. I'm that, I'm that gif of that girl just being like, pretends to be oh, shocked. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, you pretty much were a parent scheme and people had been pointing this out for years. And it's been a very slow, slow fall from grace. It's been, yeah. But it's like a very slow moving train wreck. And that's the thing. It's also because it's slow. It's so drawn out. So every knockdown is like elongated more so than, oh, they yep. came and went. They, but people are still buying into this. People are yeah. still selling it. They're coming out with new shit. They just came out with like these bad bad jumpsuits like two really? weeks ago. They're literally still dropping oh, merchandise. And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of like Billy McFarland, like telling everyone uh, a day before a fire festival that the festival is still happening when it's like, dude, you don't even have a stage. Like you have literally nothing. You have uncooked cheese. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, uncooked cheese. And that's what I think a LuLaRoe legging probably feels like. It's Ew. just uncooked cheese, right? You're probably right. Right there. Yeah. I think the cheese would hold up better, to be honest. That's actually true. A little Parmesan or <laughs> Reggiana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Washington State Attorney General, Bob Ferguson, uh, filed suit in the Kings County Superior Court uh, saying that LuLaRoe tricked consumers into buying into its pyramid scheme with deceptive claims of high profits and refunds for unsold merchandise. And instead, many uh, 
people from Washington lost money and were left with piles of unsold merchandise and broken promises. And dreams. He didn't say that. I just added it. (laughs) He's like, yeah. There are just like so many return addresses. Um, And it's time to hold LuLaRoe accountable for its deception. Another thing that recently happened was um, they shuttered one of their warehouses and I think fired everybody right in front of the holiday season because like I wish I could remember exactly what happened somebody posted it in the group but it was like there were some like kind of new laws about like seasonal employees or like part-time employees getting time and a half or something like that maybe something like that Mm -hmm. and instead of like you know paying people for their work they were like oh we're actually just gonna fire everyone and uh, close this fulfillment center or whatever it was wow and that's after they already were working and on. And also, I'm sure a lot of it, it was around the holidays, too. People are getting more jobs to pay for yeah. presents or anything like that, too. Yeah, these people are so bad. But better to work at a fulfillment center and get paid hourly than be in the pyramid scheme. Then so to it's just like, have all right, 88 leggings, stop. yeah. 88,000 pairs yeah. of leggings. And then also uh, this year, the Providence Industries, the chief clothing supplier, filed a lawsuit demanding a seizure of assets. Oh, God. But who wants all well, those leggings? But that's like, also what like, are you going like, to do with it? Are you going to put a, a museum? <laughs> yeah pyramid scheme museum or like you're just gonna see piles and piles of it in like landfills oh i know oh my gosh yeah or it's gonna be a to like third world countries but then they don't want that because no it's like it. it's gonna fall apart after one way i know if anything maybe it'd be nice like a little like i don't know if it would mess it up but like a beaver can make a dam with all the leggings you know hmm. a nice little what else can we do with the leggings ugly christmas party that's true but that's only once a year or like a like a re-gift to a bitch you know what i mean that should oh. be i actually might make a company called that like re-gift to the bitch and it's, and it's just, just like shit you don't stuff. want you're like you know take these leggings uh, take this like himalayan salt lamp i'm good oh my god i hate himalayan salt like i like the actual salt to eat it but oh, as like a shirt. concept it's a total it's yeah. ridiculous it's very much i'm like i as speaking as want someone with one i <laughs> i bought it on sale because it was supposed to make me calm it has not done that no it's like it's probably made of plastic I for all they, we know. Yeah, and also they apparently catch on fire. So that's what, what? I'm working with. Yeah, no, they're like, A lamp that catches on fire? Yeah, very, it's almost, it's very caveman-esque, I guess. That's so bad. But yeah, like <laughs> a year or so ago, so many of them are recalled because they would just burst into flames randomly. So I oh. sleep with that next to me every night. <laughs> they Keeps would burst me into flames randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to stay on your toes. I know. I mean, I'm kind of lucky that I feel like no one that, I have some friends that, from high school that have sent me like, shampoo pyramid schemes no that one makes your hair fall out yeah right that's... it does monad or whatever yes it'll make your hair fall out that's literally what... don't now, use it i use a yeah no that seems but i have never gotten a lula row hit up i guess because i don't know actually yeah. i don't think one time actually someone just posted this in the group they posted something about something called world financial group i thought that i some guy tried to recruit me for it i was wrong it was called world ventures basically i posted like some tweet about traveling i don't oh. remember and something to the effect of like how do influencers afford to travel across mm-hmm. the world? You know the sentiments, whatever. Some guy like um, DM'd me and he was basically like, "Oh, I like hit me up if you ever want to know how you can travel the world and earn money or whatever." Blah blah blah. And I was like, I just replied back, "World Ventures." And he was <laughs> like, "Oh, so you've heard of it?" And I was like, "I'm not doing this shit." Block. You're like, but basically, it's like a travel pyramid scheme where you buy. I don't know. I don't even know what you're selling. Like maybe travel insurance. Oh, but it's like another multi-level marketing company, and I was like, I know what this dude is trying to do. Oh, and that, but that's what sucks so much because then it just goes into all these people that are like, I want to try, I want, I want to be Emrata eating pizza in yeah. like Sicily. I'll do whatever. But no, it's like worse than a timeshare. I think it's even more scammy than that. That's when you know <laughs> worse than a timeshare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So another pyramid scheme story I have is like this took me years to realize what was happening. 
So there was a period where I was like applying to jobs and you know how you just like shoot your resume out on LinkedIn like a fucking machine gun? It's truly, (laughs) it's like the dude who just sends, hey, how was your day on hands to 85 people? That's applying for jobs. Yeah, literally me. If you're still in college, get ready for that reality. Yeah. Okay, but here's a cautionary tale. So I... I got this call from these people and they were like, hey, you know, we saw you applied to like X marketing bullshit title, whatever. (laughs) Um, Can you come in for an interview? And I was like, I hadn't remembered applying for that job, but I was like, but I very well could have like, who knows at this point. I need to interview places. (laughs) Right. They could have just been like, oh, we see you apply for their position of janitor. And it would have been like, yeah, that was probably me. (laughs) and so I was like, oh, uh, and they're, they're basically like, can you come in tomorrow? And I was like, oh, uh, like, uh, that's okay. I guess. Wait. So I go in and they're like, so I go into this company or whatever. And they're like, so we have two open positions. One is like sales and one is like HR. And in my head, I was like, but neither of these things sound like the marketing thing that I allegedly <laughs> applied for. Neither of these have the word marketing. I was in it, very so confused. Edge, yeah. And I was like, hmm uh hr i guess and then i think they proceeded to tell me that it was like not they asked me some questions i don't remember what happened i left and i was like this was just very weird like i don't remember this company i don't remember applying for this job and then i went on like glassdoor linkedin or something and it was like oh this is a total scam it's like door-to-door sales so i think they were trying to recruit me for a pyramid scheme and you ooh. But if you were HR, you would have been the person probably calling the shots and making the people go out. That could have been a fun drunken power. <laughs> Maybe, but I also think they would have done another bait and switch on me. Like that if I, it was so weird. And then that they almost like the same thing almost happened to me again because like <laughs> you're getting you're becoming Casey now. Well, I know I got another similar call that was like, "Hey, we saw you applied for like X marketing, whatever," and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then they tried to do that same thing where they would pressure me to come in for an interview like tomorrow, and I was like. Nah, I already fell for this yeah, shit. Like, like, I'm not coming in again. Once been, twice right. And also, that's not... Companies mainly will give make you... Yeah. That That's the lesson. When you're applying for a job, it takes like a solid two months to get in. It takes any. forever. It's like, so- they're not going to be like, oh, no, they're only interviewing tomorrow and they need you to come in. Like, any high-pressure sales tactic, like, run away. Yeah, because also no one, like... Especially when you're first starting out, no one needs the entry of a person to start ASAP. Yeah, no, that never happens. I feel like there's always, like, whenever I, like, start a new job, there's always, like, the first, like, two weeks that I'm like, so, like, what do I do here, guy? Yeah, you're kind of just waiting around for someone to tell you what to do. I'm like, when can I go eat lunch? Like, what's the vibe? And then you just, like, sit at your desk all day and you, like, don't eat because you're too afraid to look bad. That was, I did that on my first internship. I didn't take a single lunch break. And at the end of the week, they were like, do you are you okay because i just thought oh i would just God. be and like i just didn't eat yeah and i was just like oh no i'm good and then they're like take a lunch break and i remember i took like a 15 minute one at starbucks and i just like and you were like sweating the whole I was, time i was like what if i what if they what if they need me and also <laughs> at this job it was at the parks department i did nothing for them all oh I my did, god really that's so random it's very random i don't know why i did it it was my <laughs> freshman it was the summer after my fresh freshman year when i was like oh my god i need to Intern, so it was the only one I found. I commuted five <laughs> days a week into the city. Oh my god! Didn't so get April paid. Ludgate of you. That, I, that was the entire thing, and it was because this was like <laughs> twenty thirteen, I guess. So it was like very much to like a Parks and Rec era. So I just like Love be it. going around being like, "Hey guys," I, I like laughed. I would just like answer phones, being like, "You got Parks," and then I would because <laughs> I'm a millennial, so I don't know how to transfer Who calls. The hell calls the Parks Department. What could you You'd, ever need? I don't understand. You would be. I would get phone calls probably from retired people taking walks. Um, do you know there's a branch <laughs> down uh, 
in Central Park on 85th and I'd be like, oh, is it a really big, like, is it obstructing anything? No. I'm like, okay, so that's... Oh, my God. Seriously? What we're seeing here is nature. And a fun tidbit, the Uh, Central Park is not owned by New York. So Who's it owned by? The Central Park Conservatory. Oh. It's private. So you're not even calling the right people. So all I would have to do is say, that's the wrong number. Sorry. Oh, my God. Don't trip over the branch. Don't trip over Or I would just hang up on people because I would be like, oh, I'll transfer you. And I'd hang up and press the button (laughs) instead of pressing the button and then hanging up. I love that. (laughs) It's hard out there. Did they call back, though? Yes, because usually they're, they were parks commissioners. That is apparently a very big title. If any of your huh. parents or if anyone listening is one, thank you for your service. I do not know what they do, <laughs> but they'd be very mad. And like they would almost be, it was funny. It was almost like the Devil Wears Prada of parks because like this like blonde girl with a bob was like, if you want to stay in this business, you got to know the parks commissioners. And I'm like, I don't want to stay Who in this business. Fuck? What? <laughs> I know she had two That's phones. That's like the funniest cool. thing I've ever heard. Getting like drunk on power, being in the fucking <laughs> parks department. Because <laughs> like, like everyone represented a different borough. She like represented Staten Island's parks, and uh, I was like, this no. is hilarious. Ew! What is Staten Island's park? It's just like a garbage dump. I imagine. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to get some hate. I don't care. I've never been to Staten Island. Invite I never will. Take us out. Take us out no, to Staten. I won't go. <laughs> I will. Fine. It's a free ferry, and you get to see the Statue of Liberty. If you made a pyramid scheme, though, what would you sell? Ooh, I don't know. Because honestly, the clothing one is pretty good. Clothing is smart. I feel like I would sell jewelry. Because that's one oh, that you could. Oh, jewelry is good. Because it's big on gifts. Uh, Maybe like, I was going to say candles, but they kind of have that already. And I'm not super big on candles. Wait, is there a candle pyramid scheme? It's kind of, no, it? it's more like Scentsy is like they have like these wax oh. melts and then also the diffusers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, what do I like? They already have a CBD one. They're moving so fast. I know. But CBD's kind of coming. I feel like it's almost at too much of its height and it's going to fall down. CBD, uh, yeah. It's too much of a fad. Like some of it is good and some of it is like totally placebo and there's like no yeah. real way to tell what's what. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I can't think what would be my pyramid scheme. I know. it's. I mean, well, maybe this is a good sign that you're a good person and you're not going to yeah. ever hopefully. I mean, I think I would start a makeup pyramid scheme because I do like makeup, but oh. I would actually, the thing with those makeup pyramid schemes because I was in a group for one of my this girl i knew from camp who would sell it um, big pyramid schemes are big friend from camp energy yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big friend from camp. it's so true but um they would be so expensive and they would be like the worst quality makeup like why not just make decent makeup right or just- like get wet and wild you can get wet and wild or nyc or like nick's status mm. it's cheap as fuck you can mark that shit up to like 30 dollars, 50 whatever 50 is too much. $30 and still give people like decent makeup that they would maybe buy and then you still have the element of like guilt Mm. tripping. That's what I would do. I'll just steal stuff from Nick's Uh, and make a pyramid scheme. That kind of sounds genius. Thank you. I say do it. Oh my gosh. What should my pyramid scheme be called? They always have the worst names. I know. Well, do you have, I've only had three granddaughters. (sighs) No. Or like, yeah. Mm. Because there's that one unique, which is like, you know, it's called uh, Y-O-U, yeah. unique, which is like, which I want to like, puke. I'm like, unit cannon. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Well, we'll think on that. We'll think on that. But also now, this is the first episode that we can actually talk about Hooray! our exciting moment. Yes. That we're going to be, and we posted about it in the Facebook group already. We're live. Yeah, we're going, we're going live. live. We're doing it. We're doing it all up, of course, in Brooklyn. Betches goes Brooklyn. We I feel to. like it is a, a monumental it's a new decade. Brooklyn's okay, guys. I think we are the only people who would like dare to, you know, stoop down to Brooklyn. But also I go there all the time. I was like, I go there every day to lay my head down to wrestle with my Himalayan yeah. salt lamp. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's with a, your like 
<laughs> I don't know, ticking time bombs, no, salt truly, lamp. If it's still there on January 24th I'm at 7.30 p.m. Friday at Union Hall, I'll bring the lamp. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, We're going to, well, we've definitely done a swipe up to tickets. We need yeah. to do like a bit.ly link. I know, we'll do a bit.ly. But go to the Facebook group. We have links. We're linking it all up. We're we'll, just going to link it up. Buy I, tickets. My parents are probably coming. I know, I think my mom's going to come. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Meet I, our I parents. I wanna, Meet us. I want it to sell out so bad. And people are... Same. If you're flying in, I would love that. We're going to... We'll be drinking after. Yeah, I feel like That's we'll buy all, you a drink. I'll buy you... Oh. But now I'm like, what have I promised? I don't have that much money. But I know. No, what, we'll, 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 we'll buy you a drink. We'll sell, we'll sell some makeup. Bring your boarding pass and we'll get you a drink. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I love that so much. If you present a boarding pass, yeah, you will get a free I'll drink from that. each of us. It has I to be will. a boarding pass from a plane. No Amtrak. Sorry. Well, yeah, don't show me a MetroCard. If you're on a MetroCard, <laughs> I'll just be like, do you... Is it a, is it a monthly? What are we doing here? Yeah, if if you have a monthly metro card, you buy me a drink. Like you're rich. <laughs> that is so true. But yeah, it's uh, January twenty fourth, and I think the tickets are like fifteen dollars. Fifteen, not that bad. Not that bad. And also, Union Hall is so much fun. I because oh, it's, it's great where venue. I do my other show. Uh, there's bocce. There's so many fun restaurants. Oh, if you if you want to have a night with it, it's right by Dinosaur Barbecue. Dinosaur Barbecue. Uh, Park Life is a fun bar to go to after. DM us, and I'll I'll, I'll give you too many recommendations. You're like. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I you get overwhelmed way. and you're like, oh God, yeah, what have I done? Like, <laughs> I just want to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Yeah, but please come. It's going to be so come. fun. We really want to see you guys. We're going to play fun games. Obviously, we're going to probably have people share their super oh, secrets. You're like, in, traits. Y'all getting some mics in the face. It's going to be great. You're going to be talking. It's going to be a good time. Maybe Hillary Duff lives in New York. Maybe we can get her to come. Oh my God. And you know, it'll be fun. If you buy a ticket, screenshot it to us and then we can just promote it to show people like no this is gonna be a fun thing it's not gonna yeah. be because i don't want it to end up being like carrie at the prom where we, i'm like oh my god it's gonna be so much fun and then we're all just like sitting on stage oh i thought you only meant our- where blood gets poured on us <laughs> i don't, I don't think I that's gonna-, gonna happen i don't know it I could know. be that would actually be kind of on brand it actually would and i mean i am wearing a sweater uh, an entire bottle of red wine was spilled on me this past weekend no. so i know it got out but still that's good wait so, the same sweater i know wow well because i washed it then i was like well it's that's clean. impressive what did you use to clean it um, Whatever you use to clean up your murders, yeah, it know. looks great. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So buy tickets. Yeah, uh, send us your proof of purchase, screenshot, just to whatever. Make us feel good. It's yeah, not we'll for, shout you out we'll on the story, and just like to give us a like. Ah, it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah. I can't wait. It's we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna get crazy. I know. I'm excited. I know I don't sound excited, but it's hard for me to convey <laughs> enthusiasm. But no, I am really. excited She will convey it to you in person. I will. I will do my best. <laughs> Um, also, don't you have some other show coming up that sounds fun? By this time, it is this upcoming Thursday. So if oh, any no. of you are there, it'll be great to see you. And then I'm doing another show this upcoming Friday. Maybe I'll see you there. Yay. But if not, I'll see you guys in January. <laughs> That's awesome. I, do you have any? I'm trying to think. I mean, no. You know, I don't do shows. Well, you have your podcast. The uh, other podcast. Is that going well? Yeah. Things are going well. Am I the asshole? We talk about assholes. And not that. Not like that, guys. It's not. <laughs> it's not a sex podcast. We just judge people. Uh, all right. Well, you can follow Sarah at, at Sarah F. Carter. And you can follow me at, at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K and Casey's Case Face B. Yeah. Spelled how you would think it was spelled, spelled like that. Nothing, you can find nothing weird. Nothing yeah. Weird. And follow the podcast. NATC pod. Keep DMing us. We love to read from you guys and join the Facebook group. Yeah. Again, answer the questions. <laughs> like if you don't, I have to deny you. I'm sorry. Because we've been getting. Yeah. The que- it just it's we got to do it. <laughs> if you only answer one answer why you want to join and just mention the podcast, yeah. I'll prove you. It's fun. We like we post about stuff that we don't get the chance to talk about here on mm-hmm. the show yet. Uh, we have updates and also we get inspired by a lot of posts in oh, the yeah. group for doing episodes because like oh 
I did not hear about this. Uh, we need to do this. They're like, oh, this is something that everyone is like kind of talking about. We have to jump on it. Yeah. Also, if you're in the group or not, and you have Lula Rose stuff, send <gasps> us pics. Oh, we need pictures. Broken leggings, intact leggings. I don't care. Girl. Post it. Send us your stories. Send. Or if we don't judge, if you used to sell them, you got, we, we're here for you. That You got duped. Let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, if you're still selling it, <laughs> let's talk. Let's Sarah's get you like, an I need escape a Christmas, plan. But yeah, I, have a few f- I just don't want you to get bamboozled when they get taken down uh, by the FTC. And let me know, because I have a few frenemies that I could give leggings to. I have to go to a white elephant party. It's a whole thing. <gasps> I am over it. Well, then you can guarantee that no one's going to try to steal your gift. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, here's a cosmic legging. Okay. Amazing. Yeah, I, I forgot to get a sign off again. Uh, Did you have one? There was one that it came and went, but there was something where it was like, oh, um, it was like about having a drink on ice like my dead bodies. So I like that. Should we <laughs> just vaguely improv it? <laughs> Wait, I guess. Let's see. I, ooh, how about um, I like my drinks like I like my dead bodies on the rocks. Oh, I love that. That's Thanks awesome. for listening. See 007. you guys next time. Batches.